You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Ben, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Shout out to Exquisite. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 10 of the Game from the Gamers podcast. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo. What's what's the weekend, man? Can't can't complain. How y'all doing? I'm feeling good, man. How you feeling? Hey, another day. Above ground is a great day. Yeah, man. What happens, on, what happens earth on earth stays on earth. Don't forget that. I like it. I like it. So we got a pretty jam-packed uh, show today. I am sitting here currently just so the audience knows. We do have Trey, Garcia, and Xavier. Benny is taking a little bit of a hiatus. He's getting his life together. And unfortunately, this podcast it's not paying no money because Tripwire Games ain't hit us with that sponsorship yet. So Tripwire, we need that sponsorship, man. So he's actually getting his life together, and he will be back soon. He's actually working a factory job, which hey. factory jobs are bad for your feet. But he'll be back soon, I'm sure. So we're going to rock without him for now, but love goes out to him, man. He'll be back. So, my man... Javier, aka Rashad, aka Xavier. What uh, what we got on deck, man? First topic. Um, I think we're gonna hit the Nintendo SNES. Uh, for those of you that know Nintendo, you know they released the NES last year. It did pretty well, so they're coming out with the Super Nintendo Classic version, and then also two Sega Genesis is dropping one too. So, what you guys think? Um, would y'all buy it? Would you guys not buy it? Or do you guys think? You know, I mean, the generation right now ain't going to really mess with it. Uh, you know, I think that people going to buy it up off top because nostalgia is at an all-time high. Everybody wants the good old days, that's for sure. But the thing is, the thing I don't get is the Sega Genesis collection that's coming out, you know, the little box or whatever. I feel like they didn't already re-released all of these games and not even that long ago. I'm pretty sure if you look, like, you could find most of this shit already, like, on, like, the last gen of consoles. Um, Super Nintendo, not so much, unless you got, like, a console, uh, like, a Wii or something, but I feel like you don't really need, we don't really need this, I guess. You know, the Nintendo games, you know, I, I really get it because there wasn't nothing done like that, and it was just, like, really cool. But this just kind of feel like a cash grab when, I don't know. I don't know. It could definitely be cool, but I don't think we really need it. What do you feel about um, the fact that 90% of those games you can get on your iPhone and or PlayStation Network and, and play them that way? Do you think that takes away from it, um, Xavier, at all? I was going to say, yes, I do. But also, too, like Garcia said, like the Sega, man, they've released that thing like two or three times, man. And the crazy thing is, 
um the company sega genesis like they're not making it it's like a third party company like i just was just watching the review the review was horrible man on all 85 games you technically only have about 25 to maybe 35 that are actually sega games the rest are just knockoff replicas that the third party made so you're not even really getting sega games and of that 25 the only thing you're really getting is sonic the rest is bullshit Damn, I said jokingly that nostalgia selling is at an all-time high, but wow, like, this is the proof in the pudding right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what they selling you, man. They selling you nostalgia. That's all it really is. But it, I don't think this is worth it, though. This ain't, this is the one time, like, I don't know. I'm a little iffy on it. <laughs> but to answer your question, though, I, I do think it is pointless, because I actually have Sonic, I think, two and maybe like Sonic and Knuckles on my phone. And I actually play it all the time. Like if I go to the airport or something, I'm on there playing it and it keeps me pretty entertained. So I personally wouldn't buy it because I could just buy it on my phone. And I mean, and if you have a iPad per se, you know, you have a larger screen so you can really play and, you know, so, you know, you could fly for three hours and play that and, and, and stay entertained. So I wouldn't buy it because on the on Apple, what is it? I think I paid maybe three ninety nine or some shit. Three ninety nine compared to eighty. Let me reiterate, because, like, I'm not saying the games are bad. The games are great. I'm just saying, like, I don't, it, it's a lot of other mediums you can grab these on, like, real easy. And you don't really need this. But let me ask this. As, as real gamers, like, wouldn't a real gamer prefer to have the actual controller in their hands and, like, get that feel? Because doing it on an iPhone is just going to make it a little bit different of an experience. And, like, how, how different would it be in terms of playability, in terms of... Uh, in terms of basically how everything would feel if you're doing everything on your phone as opposed to doing everything with that original feeling controller. Okay. It is more challenging, I would say, at least for the Sonic. You remember how the Sonics were on the Sega, so I'm not, it, it is a little bit more challenging, so it is a different feel. I, I do agree. If that's I do like agree. a target audience, feel. people who want like that more organic feel to it and, and do want that easy accessibility, then I, I, okay, I guess I can see that argument we're like, you know, it's just easy and like you might want to introduce somebody to these games in like the same way that you felt it, you know, growing up. I still don't know about the quality of the games. Like, I feel like it's not the, the same level as uh, the Nintendo platform. But I had to see the lineup to really make that call. I honestly think too, Corey, you made a good point, man. I, I think that if they really wanted to make more money off of it, I mean, they would have to split the profits, but just put it on the PSN network or just put it on Xbox Live. You know, I, I would rather, you know, buy an old Donkey Kong or Super Mario Brothers 3 or Castlevania or something like if I or Double Dragon. If I really was into it, I would just buy it on PSN and download it. Okay, okay. What do we feel about the fact you guys keep bringing up the retro aspect or nostalgia aspect? Do you really feel that? This is geared towards a younger crowd or maybe an older crowd. What are your thoughts on it, Trey? I think it could be a little bit of both. I think uh, I think a lot of the people who are gamers nowadays, a large majority of that population are people around our age, people who are um, who, people who potentially have young kids right now too, and people who want to share a little bit of their childhood with their own kids and want to start them out on these things that we saw as like an incredible games when we were kids and uh it's, it just has that same feeling and as much as we try to capture that same feeling and let these kids feel that same thing it's probably not going to be the same just because with yeah. the amount of of amazing uh and well-created games that we have access to nowadays mm -hmm. and i mean that's cool uh but we're, we're still gonna have people buying these games these uh, retro games just for those reasons because yes yeah, 
I want to start to like either relive my childhood. I want to like experience these things and chase these memories. And I want to get my kids or my coworkers' kids or like I just want to get a younger generation into. It. I just want to you know feel that feel that thing. I mean, there's a reason why people are still chasing these things in the first place because they had good fond memories of those times. You're chasing memories more than the actual game, but that's all good. So right. it can be for both generations. I don't, I don't think the younger generations are by choice. You mean like, oh man, did you get that new, that new Sega game for the gen? No, like younger generations aren't really doing that as much. I don't feel no, like anyone's really buying those games from a younger generation, acting like it's a, you know, like a real cool thing to do. But once they get onto it, especially for for parents to put their kids onto it, like, hey, this is a. This is a kid-friendly game. It's simple, and it's going to get you into gaming without being discouraging. Like this, and I know I know I don't have to worry about any crazy, you know, violence or gore or anything like that for the most part. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're going to have your those, combats and those. And uh, I mean, it's it's just going to give the parents games options. Are pretty, uh, hardcore though, like it's mm -hmm. pretty pretty hard. It was some tough ones in there. But, like but, the, but the fact that they're not as realistic looking as what we're seeing nowadays with, you know, like, for example, Gears of War. I mean, I'm not going to see anyone going at any aliens with a chainsaw and putting it through somebody and lighting them up like that in any of those old games. And it's not going to look as realistic. Mm. Do any of y'all got like a, a, a good Sega game that y'all remember that was like one of y'all favorites growing up? That's hopefully on this list. Like just one, like that really stood out real quick. Mm. Um, uh, for me, I'm I'm still waiting on the damn Streets of Rage, uh, a, a new Streets one. Streets of Rage, man. That was, yeah, awesome. that was a good ass game. Mm -hmm. Is that on PSN? Is that on the PSN? It's not, man. It, it was on Xbox 360. Yeah, that was a fun game. Streets of Rage. Was any of the Double Dragons on Nintendo or um was that Nintendo or Sega? Yeah, Double Yeah, Double Double Dragon 2 was on both. I checked the list, some of the list. It's on the, it's on the SNES, SNES and it's on the Sega Genesis. Really. I would be excited that was a to play that. Game. That's an amazing game right there. I love those little side scroller two player couch split screen games. Those are my joints, man. Yes. I wish they'd make yeah. a comeback. I, I feel like, like X-Men. X-Men was so damn fun. Oh, yeah. I forgot about X-Men. But you're right, Garza. I hope they make a comeback too, man, because we need that again. Forcing people to get together in game. Yeah, 2D side scrolls. I know that you can do really cool stuff nowadays too. Like the ones that do come out, like Dishwasher Dead, Samurai. Um, <laughs> it's another really good one. I, I feel like it's one that's like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Mm. Came out too. I can't think of it, but uh, that was a good one. I need to come out too. Oh, oh my God! It's a lot of action going on right now. I'm about to die. For sure, I'm being chased by a scrake. And a I'm out here doing pile. work, my boys. Where y'all at? I'm cooking people. Ah, uh, this. Oh, I'm bringing man. the scrape to you, then, since you cooking. Here we I go. Killing them. X, I'm run another way. Man. X, hold don't on, run that on. way. Oh, I'm dead. I'm no. dead. Oh, shit. No, you're not. Hold up. I'm dead. Damn it. Yeah, he really is. I see you, cool. I'm about to meet up. I'm about to die. Shit. Oh, okay. shit. Cook that nigga. Cooking. you smell. Do 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 do
I, I seen was, a meme the other day, man. It said one had to go. It was The Rock. It was Stone Cold. It was Undertaker, and it was Ric Flair. Oh, uh, Big Show gotta go. Sorry. Uh, name them again. Name them again. <laughs> Ric Flair, the greatest shit talker in wrestling history. Yep. Woo! Stone Cold, Undertaker. And who else did I say? The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Man, unfortunately, uh, have to be the Rock. I I wouldn't say the Rock. For me, it'd have to be Ric Flair. Like, I have so what? many iconic moments with the Undertaker, Stone Cold, and the Rock. Man, Ric Flair would have to go, in my opinion. I don't know. It'd be between him and the Undertaker for me, though. What Undertaker? Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it definitely have to be between The Rock and Ric Flair. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> mm. Why is that? I like The Rock. And don't get me wrong, I love The Rock, man, but come on, man. You just he, can't well, get rid Stone of Stone Cold isn't like going anywhere. He, they, they, neither one of them have had none yeah, of them. Yeah, you know Stone Cold ain't going. Stone Cold ain't going nowhere. Nope. But... Doing that like mad era, man. The Undertaker was dope, man. Niggas come out there on that on that chopper. Mm -hmm. Like, I still have nightmares about the Undertaker. I mean, I know with Ric Flair, he wasn't really our generation, you know. So I guess it's a little, yeah, yeah. You know, the prime prime Ric Flair. Yeah, when Ric Flair is our generation, man. He ran for president. I mean, he's running for <laughs> president with Waka Flocka. <laughs> Same word. When that happened. Get out of here. Y'all you know? see those? Y'all can see those? He put Ric Flair on y'all intros, on y'all outros. That shit is dope. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I think this is it for me. They got me. Finally. I was whooping heads. Though. Are we playing on like extreme or something? I didn't die every this, round. This is the Wait, weekly challenge. Remember. So the enemies oh, explode God. and they do damage. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why do I keep dying? Yeah, they blow up on you. Pause. Pause, 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 pause. Yeah, that was bad. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Question for y'all. Do you guys think that all of this selling of nostalgia is kind of killing the experience for those of us that did live through it? I, I really don't think that it's killing it because it's, it's the only thing that's really keeping it alive. Obviously, it's not going to be as good because it's not going to be as fresh. It's not going to be as new. It's the only, I mean, it's all we're really ever going to have to compare it against is our memory of our first time playing it. And that memory is going to be something that we're never going to be able to uh, to match again. It's, it's not like we're going to be able to play a new and improved version of the game that's the same game. And we're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is so much better than the original. The original is the original, man. That's not we're completely not true because they just did that with Crash Bandicoot. Where it was like, and oh you shit. Like and everyone likes that more than the original? Uh, no, you all okay, like it more than the original? Available. That's debatable. That's debatable. The only reason you got there is because the first one was so great. You didn't have the same feeling when you played Crash Bandicoot 2 with this new version. You didn't have the same feeling as that than you did with the original. Like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. Like, I don't feel like anyone really has that feeling. You're right. So, I think that's something that really matters. I don't think it's really killing the killing the originals out at all. I think it's just a natural progression. This is what happens. Those are old school games. And this is just what happens to keep them alive. And that's just what we do for ourselves because we enjoyed those games so much in the first place. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not old, it's just older. 
I think it just sucks when people just butcher your favorite series, you know, and I think it's it's more likely of that shit happening nowadays than ever before because everybody greedy. They mm -hmm. like, oh man, what's the coolest newest niche that everybody loves that no one knows about? Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Definitely can't kill kill our uh, our classics or our favorites in in an attempt to make a make a comeback on a game or make a nostalgia move like you you definitely don't want to kill a series which right. is very liable to do man so easy yes, to do yeah and we done lost a couple series already in 2017 rest so in peace <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, Gears of War, i don't think the last one was that great or actually i don't know i don't know how was the last Gears of war anybody anybody got an xbox uh, one on this podcast i know we always on ps4 uh, Gears of War is the only reason why I would buy the Xbox. Yeah, that was That's my just favorite. me personally. I, I, I love me some Gears. Yeah, I don't. I didn't play Gears, but man, you slacking. Yeah, yeah the first one's amazing. Do. You better rent an Xbox for a week or two, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first two, the first two are pretty good. <laughs> I thought about. I was gonna buy one during Black Friday when uh, Gears of War one they re-released it, but I, I was like, eh. I don't know if I could put that money on some of them just play for one game. That's the only reason I didn't buy it. Mm, Shit, I would do it for one game. Let's see, I that's a good that example of a game that's like, yeah, they tried. They just made an HD remake of it, but it's still great, you know, like, because it's just a solid game to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, it's good when you can't mess it up, but <laughs> you got to be careful. It's a thin line. That is one <laughs> of the best first-person shooters, though, online, man. That shit got to be, like, top five. Gears is good online? Yeah, the original, like the first one, that shit was amazing. For the horde mode? Huh? Yeah, the first two. I love the horde mode. That shit was fun. But I mean, yeah, you never really played online first. with that. Yeah, I didn't you, have Xbox Live when I lived, oh, when I lived over there. Man, you, you, that shit was dope, Trey. Like, that shit was fun. Mm. I didn't know uh, that shit was it was so that fun. intense, man. Yeah. No, it was good, though. I ain't gonna lie. Especially Gears of War 2. That shit was... Yeah, the second one, man. Because <laughs> you could beat down your opponent, not kill him all the way. Pick him up. Use this motherfucker as a as shield. A kill, shield the yeah. rest, kill the rest of his team members and then kill that nigga. <laughs> Damn. Why are you so violent, man? Damn. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> My dog. That shit was... That shit was live. That's it was crazy. Live, wow. Yeah. Uh, and what what was what was like it? That. Uh Garcia, what was it? Like what was it like five on five or some shit? Uh or, yes. Yeah, yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't large. I think the largest you could do was maybe like eight on eight or some shit. So Whoa. it was like you didn't have these overly big maps, so it was like you had to fight. You know, sometimes in like, you know, Battlefield and like Call of Duty, like you can kinda camp a little bit. Like they're really I mean you could camp on here. But it was it was kind of pointless in a way. I mean, if you had to snipe, because it was like the shotguns on that game were ruthless. Ah, yeah. I'm not a competitive gamer, and even I played the multiplayer on Gears. Like, that's how good it was. Man. I know it was like <laughs> that, man. Yeah, I had no idea. Damn. The horror mode was dope too. Is there any other game that maybe compares the Gears on that level? I thought the last Uncharted was really good, but okay. Uh, as far as like a a co-op horde mode, I thought that was really mm. decent. Uh, the new Fortnite is really good as far as co-op goes. Y'all, <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Anybody with something to wear. And that's made by uh, Hold Up Epic. Hold Up, and Epic they made game. Gears of War. Just saying. Oh, okay. That's making a lot of sense then. So they they have their head screwed on straight, pretty much, is what we were deducing here. I wouldn't say it's on the level of Gears, but Borderlands. No, it ain't on that level though. Oh, oh, oh! You're saying Borderlands? Yeah, Borderlands is um, Borderlands is a classic. Borderlands too. Like we played the fuck out of that. That shit was good, man. That was a classic. That was a classic. All that being said, though, tying it back into the whole Sega Genesis thing, do we really have a need for Sega Genesis if we know we got all these classic games that are way better in gameplay style, a little bit more advanced, you know what I mean? Like, do we really need a Sega? Like, if it came to me right now, I'm addicted to Fortnite, so would I pick up a Sega? Probably not right now. We don't I don't see. Don't I, don't, care. I don't think Sega Genesis, like, Gold is the same as Nintendo's gold. I don't no no offense to like Sega games, but I don't like I don't think it, we need that right now. Like I don't know, maybe I'm tripping though. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I agree because their biggest money maker was Sonic. Mm, Sonic yeah. evolved through the times and they made it on the newer consoles. But it's just like uh, outside of Sonic, I mean, what else does Sega really have? We still waiting on that least- same move. You know what I mean? At least with at least with Nintendo, you had Donkey Kong, you had Kirby, you had Metroid, you had Zelda, like you had Star Fox, like you had Super Smash Brothers. Like they have some classic titles. Right, right. I think we got like some niche favorites, like I was saying, like uh, Streets of Rage, but that wasn't like a a a blockbuster. Like you know, that was yeah. It was a fan favorite. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm done for. Oh, no. Oh, I'm in a fucking corner. How did that happen, G? How you do that? That's rule number one. Don't back up in the fucking corners. So I told, so I told my girl, man. Can't back up in these corners now. That's I'm done for, man. This is my own stupid fart, too. I'm sorry, G. Oh, shit. I'm fighting a scrape by myself, but I got the kit for it, so I'm not terribly mad, but I am wasting a lot of ammo on this nigga. For real, for real. Well, it looks like we all agree on <laughs> all right. on the re-release of the classic console. So, I was gonna say, next topic: How y'all feel about hacking in the world, Ooh. just in general? Like any examples, any aspects? Y'all feel like hacking is good or it's hindering? hindering us. We all here. Um, I think it's becoming a definite real problem because it's even making it into politics and whatnot. We're we're slowly coming into an age where the where our digital personas and physical manifestations are becoming one, man. And Donald Trump and and Kim Jong Un, they got Twitter pages, man. That's all I'm saying. So like that's essentially your thoughts printed out on the internet, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying we we had an interesting age right now, and they taking that shit very seriously. If y'all been watching, like this, this is Twitter, but goddamn, this is the president's decree. Mm-hmm. No joke. So, I can assume that you're saying, due to the fact we're in the age of information, that hacking is getting out of control. Like it's getting kind of, it's getting kind of bad. Yeah, we live in an age I feel like where character assassination is almost as bad as as the real thing. Like, so you gotta really be careful about what you show people. Mm-hmm. I feel like um. Hacking is a double-edged uh, sword, man. I feel like um, on one end of the blade, um, 
you have people using hacking to benefit themselves and themselves only. So you got people stealing credit card information, important documents and things like that for the betterment of themselves, whether it be to hold those things for ransom or to use it as blackmail for someone. Hacking in that light has always been pretty much for personal gain, right? But then you have hacking on the opposite end of it, which has improved security within our our cyber world. Like we live in a world where everything is cyber. So when you speak of hacking, you speak of cyber defenses, that stuff is really important. Like we have to be on top of it, especially when all of our bank information is online, our entire lives are online to where if computers all of a sudden blew up worldwide, we'd be out of social security numbers, all types of personal identification. Um, the list goes I on. wouldn't have any student loans anymore. That would be amazing. That would be tight. That would be tight. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it, it, it benefits us um, on the other side of that sword in a way that it increases our defenses, keeps us more aware of what's real. Like we can sit here and pretend like, oh, most people are good hearted. But the fact of the matter is there's somebody out there just pining for your information to try to steal everything from you. So I feel that it can be beneficial. It could be it could be hurtful in terms of gaming. I feel like it's always been hurtful when people are spamming through shit. But that's just me. I want to like completely scare people like, oh, man, I ain't putting shit on the Internet no more. But, you know, the real threats are always around us in the real life. And I'm just saying they're, they're digital threats, too. That's all. You know, don't be foolish out here, y'all. I keep seeing people do crimes and then they post it on Worldstar or something like, you know, and just doing dumb shit like, yo, that's really you. Like, um, I don't care if it's just trying like, to go viral. Yeah, right. Oh, my, don't go viral. Don't. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> A virus is a bad thing. It's really it's just dumb. one's intentions, really, man. Like, you know, like, yeah. you, like you said, Corey, like, you got people who hack and they share it, something like the Amazon Fire Stick. Whoever did that, you're a fucking genius. Like, mm-hmm. we love you for it. You know, you helped people <laughs> worldwide be able to, you know, watch some quality, like, old, you know, old shows we enjoyed or old movies we enjoyed. You don't have to really have DVDs or you don't have to pay for a streaming service. Like, that's a good hack. And then, like you said, the bad hack is, you know, someone hacks a, you know, a governor's stuff and now, you know, you're sharing the world all his dirty secrets or dirty things that have occurred that affects everybody. Mm-hmm. Or, some of those dirty you know, secrets do need to be out there. That's true. Yeah, very true, very true. That's a whole yeah, other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. I didn't know that Donald Trump yeah, that yeah, Donald yeah. Trump was pissing on Russian prostitutes and stuff. Man, I needed to know that. Yeah. I wanna know. If y'all want like a good game about like good hacking, play that new um what the hell is it called? Uh Watch Dogs? Watch, Watch Dogs, Dogs too. too. Woo. Amazing. Damn, that's a good ass game. About hacking. <laughs> for mm-hmm. for good though. <laughs> Amazing, man. I'm with it. I'm with it. Definitely a good is game. Is it better than the first one? Because the first one got kind of redundant. First one was boring. You're going to actually like the second one and the characters and stuff and probably want to beat it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not to mention the protagonist it, it, is African-American. So I'm, 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 I was hyped for it. I feel like it just came out when another good game came out. So everybody just like overlooked it. But don't overlook it. You see it on sale? Ah. Yeah, for sure. Best thing since Grand Theft Auto. It had this like system where like you can kind of manipulate people's emotions in game. Like you could call the cops on people and like <laughs> all types of silly ass shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can uh, set them up. Oh, oh man, it's, 
it's great. It, it it shows you all the ways you can use technology to be kind of messing people up from a cell phone, no less. Yeah, to really mess somebody's life up. Yeah, like like those movies, like Enemy of the State with Will Smith. That boy mm -hmm. was hacking at me at his. That boy had him under his thumb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Enemy of the State. It really just shows you what can happen if we ended up in an all digital world, like the the yeah. the really bad aspects of things that could happen. Granted, it, it might be a little extreme, but, you know, it, to give a basic premise of the game, it's like a monopoly technology company that ends up, you know, running the city to where all of their technology is included everywhere. And then these hackers tech their, uh, their they uh, hack their encryption for their technology and they get a hold of everything. Um, that's the basic premise of it. And, you know, they try to do it for the people kind of thing um, to kind of free them up because technology kind of like ruins in this world it, it it ruins people's like peace peace of mind i guess you could say so they're trying to get that back it's really I dope i will say shout out to the, the baby boomers because i will say that due to the fact of like you said if everything was digital we probably would be at more risk that some things you do need to do manual so i don't you know sometimes people are like oh a lot of people still have checkbooks and you know little simple stuff like that i'm like hey it's security in a way it's two types of security because you know say something goes out in the computer systems or the database is you know hacks you still have a manual way that you kept your receipts or something that's just you know one example so mm -hmm. oh shit well, i've been playing a hell out of bloodborne yeah. that is my ish dude yeah i finally started ranking my dude up boy so i can kind of like fight with them boys now mm -hmm. in the beginning though i was getting drugged you know how the beginning is garcia you be oh, getting yeah. Them boys will drop a Floyd Mayweather combo on you, and it's over. Like, you don't yeah, get the controller back. You just die. <laughs> <laughs> drop all your shit. And then when you die, the, the nigga who killed you, he had glowing eyes. So you <laughs> so you would know which nigga oh, did it. Oh, yeah. The nigga took your, <laughs> took your blood echo, oh, basically your nigga? money, okay. your currency. Yeah. He's like, yeah, nigga, I killed you, and I took your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you died twice, that shit gone, dog. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> that game dope. <laughs> Very good game. I told you, Corey, that day we was on by ourselves and I was quiet because I was getting <laughs> ass beaten. That shit, I was getting dropped. Mm -hmm. I can't be I'm mad. I'm telling you, the game, the game <laughs> changed after you beat it one time, man. Once you go back through those same areas that gave you tough, like like all this trouble with like a character <laughs> that you didn't beat the game with, you gonna be like, oh, nigga, I'm a guy for real, for real, like. <laughs> I remember yeah. these guys used to give me trouble. Right. I'm a hunter. Remember dude. after Come I beat on. the first the first boss on the bridge and then you know you fight that hunter. After I beat that hunter, and it took me a little bit because I wasn't ranked up enough. Like mm -hmm. that area got super oh, yeah. easy. That hunter nice. was beating my ass. That nigga turned to a lichen on your ass. Yeah. That nigga turned to a lichen on you. It's over. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> And I, I want to say, I was about to say, you know, that boss it, it separates the, the 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 men from the boys. But I feel like no, the first boss do. It be big as fuck. You you want to know how I beat him though? Cause he was made out of like vines. I said that nigga on fire. I had like ten molotovs. Hey. I had oil and I had you the. Uh, yeah, I thought that shit through. I threw the ten <laughs> molotovs. And then I had the oil, through the oil on them, and then I had the uh, lit branch with the fire. I was sitting that nigga on fire the whole time. I just kept dodging him. That's a good yeah, plan. Man, that was smart. 
Yeah, I just waited in, waiting. <laughs> I was <laughs> Pokemon, best. grass, weakness, fire. That's the hell I was thinking. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think had like some Molotovs. <laughs> those missing duties with damage to them. I remember that. I'm like. thinking of Pokemon. I was thinking of straight Pokemon, nigga. You have a, you have a grass Pokemon, nigga. Pull out a fire Pokemon. It was over. <laughs> oh yeah, it's super effective. You don't say. Be critical hit on your <laughs> ass. <Right. laughs> And all he was using was Ember. That's what that shit should have been called. Yo, that's funny, man. Hey, Pokemon taught us a lot. Taught us logic. You know what I mean? I still know my... I still know we... It taught you how to strategize. You right. You absolutely right. I'm sure it was probably in games before that. But I don't think I ever cared as much. Because on Pokemon to progress, you had to beat the gym leaders. So you you found out by Misty how real this shit could get because she had nothing but water. And if you picked Charmander, you knew you wasn't beating her, man. Right. Not straight up. Yeah, when you <laughs> picked Charmander, and I think in that area too, you mostly only really had like rock Pokemon, or maybe you would have like a a normal Pokemon which wasn't really doing much damage to her. You really had to thug it out. Yeah. <laughs> Come back later. Actually your first two batches you had to thug it out. Ooh. But Brock was uh was rock, mm. right? You ain't had no water Pokemon by then, unless you pick Squirtle. And even he yeah. can only do so much work, man. You know he only gets to like that, that second monster. Be tired, man. Get that yeah. ass beat. That nigga Onyx <laughs> will put that bind on your ass, paralyze you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't move. Yo. I remember them days, man. But only Final Fantasy really gave you a run for your money like that. That was another strategy-based game, man. But you ain't lying. I was Pokemon Final Fantasy team made me a man. Flesh pound, flesh game pound. If you can beat Seymour Guado, you got my hats off, you know. Flesh pound. Oh, you talking about Final Fantasy ten? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm in the I rebought it. The crazy thing is, I rebought it when they remastered it. Um, I might buy this shit again, actually. Yeah, I had that shit on I 360. I ain't copying it again, again. This would be the fourth time I didn't bought this shit, so I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> but on PS4, man, I beat Seymour uh, Grotto. I fucked him up. Oh, I mean, if you could beat the whole game, I mean, of course, I beat. Yeah, I mean, I beat the game. It's not easy to beat that motherfucker. No, it's not. It's not easy game. His ass, (laughs) or or even you and Aleska. Let me let me put it that way. If you could beat her, then okay, you know strategy, okay, because you can't beat her straight up. You got to do some backhanded shit, let some people die. Did you play Final Fantasy Ten Two? Oh God. Yes. Do you remember that big ass machine you had to fight with them three? A nigga like a goddamn Gundam. Oh, oh. man! I think I I'm pretty pretty that. Mate, boss. Eat that Make shit. Gun? Yeah, that nigga like a damn Gundam. You could Who not need that. that. I caught him in parts. No, I know. I'm saying when you fight the fool like him, like his like oh. body. Man, are you talking about like at the end of the game, or are you talking about like some extra shit? No, I'm talking about at the end of the game. Oh no, yeah, I beat the game. Though. Yeah, yeah, I beat him. You can, it's it's doable. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember that yeah, one. That shit was hard. What was the hard part? Of I mean, but I haven't played it as an adult. Like this is also too me speaking from like being like 11 playing this shit. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Final Fantasy X was the harder game, man. 
No, nah, like, it was. He was fighting against Sin and stuff. Like, remember he was like. Sin, Sin, a hard boss, man. It's probably one of the hardest bosses I've ever fought. Such a good game, dude. I wonder Definitely how this remake gonna be. Final Fantasy VII. Man, I'm hopeful, man. I'm hopeful. Because you know they're changing the game fighting mechanics to like uh, like Kingdom Hearts. That's the rumor. That could I don't be think it's going to be turn turn based. Because I played Kingdom Hearts mm. HD remake and I played Final Fantasy 15. I enjoyed both of them. Yeah, and I can't wait for anything like Hearts. that. I love Kingdom Hearts. I though. think we be all right. Flat out when that shit come out. Word. The newest Left one. Wow. Yeah. Did you the see him in freaking um? Yeah, and Toy Story. asking me to play nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that shit gonna be hard. He he was running down the street and shit. He had a team of five. Like what? I'm on it, man. They used to have it. I don't know if you played it before, Corey. But anytime you would visit a Disney World, like say you visit, um. Tarzan's world, you have to take one out of your party for you to use the Disney character. But now they let you keep your full party, and then the Disney character adds to your party, so you have a bigger party. Hanging up on people, he was hopping in mechs. Like, oh my goodness, dude, it could be dope. That's I'm sorry, that's a nerd gasm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that sounds dope, man. I never played Kingdom Hearts. Um, just because I thought oh, it was going to be too kitty for me, but I guess I was wrong, and then Ooh. I missed the boat, man. Get the yeah. HD remake if you ever the get The HD see remakes I mean if you wanted them. I mean, they're, they're good games, but I mean, like I said, it does have a... It does have the, the Disney uh, kid concepts, because I mean, you know, you go to like Ariel's world. It's you know, a mature world. story in there. It's but about the, but friendship, the story is mature and it has a lot it's of Final so Fantasy uh, characters. Like it's it's like a they weird. They be taking mix. motherfuckers' hearts, man. Like yeah, shit like is they be real. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they take niggas' hearts out <laughs> their bodies. So it's still like a mature. It's it's oh, teen wow. rated. But like, out here. It's teen like, rated, but they they be killing niggas in the game. They do. Wow. I swear they killed off a couple characters, like good guys. And they like Jedi's with the Keyblades, man. Oh, it's a lot to like about the game, man. And you wouldn't think so, because I didn't know when I first played it. That's for sure. I was like, when I ain't never When you play the bosses, when they get hard, you'd be like, oh, shit. Because it ain't turn style, so they just be beating your ass. Damn. Yeah, man. It's just a solid action game, man. You, you, I'm telling you, if you ever... I, I wish I could share play it with you or some shit. Like, just let you see. Maybe I'll stream it or something one of these days. It's like, Please it's a do. good game, though. Please do, man. That sounds right. tight. I mean... It's got the Disney tie-ins, but, man, it's not like a Disney movie. It's not... I wonder right. if they're throwing in the Star Wars world in this new one. That's going to be Garcia, crazy if they Garcia, do. run. Oh there is a scrape coming. Or, no, two, two flesh pounds. Dip. Dip. Okay, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt y'all. But uh, so the, the it sounds like the gameplay style is gonna be um, not like um, not like it used to be. With uh, I don't like the turn stuff. I like button mashing. I like actually <laughs> feeling like I'm whooping some heads. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts is, it ain't turn style. I think Kingdom Hearts was the first Square Inks game where they got rid of the whole uh, turn style thing. Am I wrong, Garcia? Correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say it's like a game like Vagrant Story or something. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it probably been even something else. even before that. But it's been other ones. 
That was definitely they one of they probably their most popular. Probably their most popular. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't like the taking turns thing. Um, Trey, are you still playing NHL? I'm just about to finish this last game, and I'm gotta get I gotta get out of here. Totally okay, man. Um, is there anything you want to say to the people before you? I mean, before you get out of here? Never stop gaming. Don't Shit is real. Good advice. Like yeah, game is life. Game is life. Nah, man, man, just find something you like. Have fun with it. That's it. That's it. Except you don't for have racism. To like what everyone else likes either. Oh man, I'm just talking about gaming, man. Shit. Okay. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> that es that escalated. That escalated. <laughs> Wait, if you're asking for life advice, man, I can give a little some some. Go ahead, man. Be a good person. That simple. Just be nice. Life is too short. Don't waste time talking shit about other people unless they're your boys and you can talk shit like that. Just just be humble. Hold up, bitch. Be humble. Do that. Just <laughs> hey, exit back out, y'all. I made Sorry a mistake. Uh, I'm getting out of here. All right, Thanks Kel. for the good laughs. It's been good. It's been cool. I got to go and uh, handle this fantasy draft and uh, laugh at my friend for uh, using uh, Zeke Ezekiel Elliott as his keeper just a couple of days ago. That's pretty funny because uh, he's out six games. Y'all can talk about that while I'm gone. <laughs> hey, man. Don't talk about the Cowboys, bro. <laughs> hey, man. You better watch your mouth over there. Here hey, we he's go. going 10 and 6 this year, baby. Hey, he'll, hey, it'll be down to three games, I think, four games. He ain't getting to right, six. Right. You talk about this, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out of here, and I'll, uh, I'll have my rebuttals next time. All right, Trey. Holla at that ninja. <laughs> Holla at you. <laughs> I got to root for the Browns, man. That's all I got. Aha. Go Browns. And this girl asked me at work the other day. She was like, Xavier, you have a serious question. I was like, what? She's like, do people really root for the Cleveland Browns in Ohio? Like, that has to be very depressing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you wouldn't believe, but they really do. <laughs> Ain't got no choice. It's the ultimate tale of the underdog. The very eternal underdog. Of that, that fan base. That fan base is probably pretty pale. Who you telling, man? Man, in darkness, your whole existence. You're wrong. Our team is full of hope. It's it's full. <laughs> it's full of undying fucking determination. Yeah, and, right. And and lots of unnecessary spent money. All right. I ain't even okay. you, dog. <laughs> if I was getting drafted and they said Cleveland was picking me up, I would be like, I'm sitting out of here. I'd be in the draft next year. I know. I get that bread. Oh man, that's the grimy man. I don't. That's like that Key and Peele sketch where he's like, "You just been picked up by the Browns." In his face, he was he was looking crazy. He was like, "The Browns? I got, I, got, I got to call my manager." <laughs> like, yo, it's probably not that bad, man. At least you get to relax. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's not what you ain't going. Hey, you know you ain't going to the Super Bowl. You can you can make all the type right. of vacations you want every year. Yep. I keep saying, man, I think people like him because I don't know if you guys play Final Fantasy X, but freaking the Browns is like the Bisset Aurochs. We're like a, a team that never win, but, you know, we just got like, it's because of that that people love us, you know. So, yeah. But one day, we're going to have our day, all right? It's going to happen someday. Mm -hmm. 
All right, and when it happened, yeah. we, it's gonna be those diehards who was like, I, I always knew it. I don't think it's gonna be no time. <laughs> yep, nope. But, you know. but ask yourself <laughs> this as know. a fan what takes more effort to root for a winner or to root for losers year in, year out, man? That takes a certain type of person, man. You hey, know? man. Loser, being a loser is all a matter of perspective. They go out there and they play the game they love for the fans that cheer them on. Mm-hmm. Who's really losing, Corey? <laughs> I'm all for that, my nigga. But that record be like 0 and 16, nigga. <laughs> That's a losing. Record. 1 and 15, sir. Get it right. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We always get one. Hey. hey that's that speed. They give you you'd be like seven years old in sports before people's skills really develop and it's like it's just about having faith and hope and you go out there and have fun you know like yeah we grow men nigga i'm trying to win <laughs> i think you know i i like how time. competitive people get man about it i've been i've seen people about to fight about some shit man like i i, I love how competitive people can get about these sports sometimes i'm not a competitive person too let me throw that out there so like <laughs> so to see people riled up is great. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, don't. It's like it's like they be in the gang or something. Like, don't you talk about my motherfucking team? Yeah, man. <laughs> like, like they be at the practices chill. and shit. You ain't at the practices, <laughs> yeah. bro. Shut up, yo. That is. <laughs> hey, that's how Buckeye fans are in that state. Mm-hmm. Them boys be ready to wring your neck. Too much. That should be funny. <laughs> Too much. It's uh, it's to get the get the your average Joe just just to unwind them. You know they got to get that frustration out. I feel like in times of war, that's what they had, man. Just games and stuff, and let people you know cut loose. I think you know if we still got that nowadays, that's what people kind of you know. I guess there's a lot of diversions these days, but I I still feel like it's definitely got a good place being in there in the competitive nature of it all. That's why we need the Browns, man. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the NFL need teams like the Browns. Hell yeah. <laughs> you need the shitty booty teams, man. They make the world go round. <laughs> they do. You can't have the great teams without the Browns, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if fans going to hate this or love this. I'm not sure. I, hey, let me, you know, I, I like the Browns, so I ain't going to hate I yeah. like them for, for what they are, for that reason. I get it. I get it. I hope they get their day one day. One day. <laughs> one day. Was that that? Was that Modest Yahoo? I don't remember who that was, but hey, one day, man, we got it. Man, I've got to ask y'all. Yeah. Especially since it's been on the list forever. How do y'all feel about exclusive releases of music? Like even if you don't have a streaming service, like how do you feel of an artist being like, I'm gonna just release my album on Apple for like three months? Like you can't get my album unless it's on Apple or you know, you can't get it if it's not on title or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like how do y'all feel? Y'all think that's cool? Like or is it just is it just a money grab like everything else? Can I give you an analogy? Let's put it to an analogy, right? Sure. I mean I love analogies. I love yeah. I love them. So you and all your friends go out, y'all have a good time, but then for some reason, at the end of the night, you and your girl end up beefing. And your homie's like, hey, 
y'all gonna beef, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and bounce. And then you go, no, nah, nigga, you stand here for this argument, you in this too. And it's like, how did I get involved in this? That's kind of how I feel about this <laughs> Apple Music title shit. We just showed up to the party with the other musicians, and then they like, no, nah, nigga, we beefing. So y'all are part of this shit too. Like, uh, nigga, I just want to listen to the music. Like, if y'all can cut the beef shit out, that'd be great, because it's really affecting, like, how I'm able to receive my tunes. You know what I mean? Like, if we could all come to I'm a consensus, that would be tight. Otherwise, get the fuck out of my face. Like, I don't want to be involved with this shit real talk. That's how I feel, though. Yo, yeah. Ain't nobody talking about, man, I only fuck with Tidal or I only fuck with Apple, except, like, rappers, man. I, 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 like you said, man, I just want the music, yo. Yeah. I don't care where it's at. <laughs> SoundCloud, if it's easy. Like, come on. Like, can mm-hmm. we just agree on somewhere? Because honestly, man, no. you don't really get that much of a benefit from being with either Tidal or Apple or Spotify. Like, what additional incentive do you get? I don't feel like I get an additional incentive. It's because I get it a week early. Technically, I could have got it a week early. I could have downloaded it illegal, nigga. Yeah. I think I feel like they trying to make it like like cell phone companies, but nobody wants that, man. Who wants that? Nope. <laughs> like, I only mess with Android. No, I only mess with Apple. You know, and they try to make it with music. Like, man, come on. Yeah, I nah. do that. I'm going to pass on it. He's right. It's just like the phone companies, man. Like, just give me the phone, man. Because with competition, <laughs> yeah, with competition comes pricing and stuff you got to worry about. So now it's like, do I want to get the title to support Jay Z and the support? Because now I feel guilt trip because it's leaked into the oh, music. Yeah. Now he talking about it in the music like niggas ain't supporting title, but they support Apple owned by a white man. And I'm like, damn, nigga, shit. Like that wasn't, but title wasn't out though. I don't give a fuck, nigga. What, nigga, what, what? Like, come on, man. I don't want to listen to that shit, man. Just make the music and, and you know what I mean? Like, cut all that beef shit out. Like, if y'all can't come to an agreement, we paying for it, not them. Them niggas got millions. They don't give a fuck. We paying for the beef. So... Oh, man. If you don't get the album on title, you're not pro-black, man. That's all that means. Like, yeah, what? got me out here feeling when stupid. When did I make that choice? <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted the album. <laughs> Said, when did I make that choice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All or nothing, man. Dang. Shit's stupid. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I, I totally feel like that's what it is, too, man. But I think, honestly, I think it's about money, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. If it's something deeper than that, then please enlighten me on in the comments or something. Like, because I do not know. For real. X, what is it about, man? You the business guy, man. Give us the business. Is it the business? Is it bragging rights? What is it? What what are we what are we bragging beefing rights. for, man? No, I mean I agree. I mean from a from a consumer perspective, like I said, I don't think we get any additional incentive for being with Tidal or being with Apple or Spotify outside of the we might get the album, you know, a week or so early, or we might get to see some bonus material. But that isn't really doing much for me because, like I said, if I really wanted the album early and not to support the artist, like I can just download it illegally. But because <laughs> artists do get paid off of streams now, you know, and since I don't I don't buy albums, so I just try to do my part on the streams just based off the people that I like, you know, it's like, hey, I'll give you the fucking streams, you know, because I'm listening to the album a while for me to analyze it and break the album down so I can get my review of it. So I normally wait 
But I mean, you're right on the on the flip side of it. Like you said, it's like us consumers just showed up to the party. And you got Bloods and Crips basically beefing. Like, that's, you know what I mean? They're beefing over money. I, that's it. They're beef. You know, they're, beef, they're beefing over money. Mm-hmm. Sucks. I mean, it's really it's really artists. Like you say, they they sign with either company based off of you know the monetary reasons they're gonna get based off of it. So, I mean, like I said, for the far as music goes, like just raw music. Like just give us the fucking music. I uh, yeah, I definitely feel like you you more likely to get humble dollars nowadays. Like people who want wanna like support the artists because they love their music. Like that last Kendrick Lamar album, I bought the damn the album because it was so fucking good. Like, you know, it's like I didn't want to steal it. It was that good. Right. <laughs> you know? And I think when you really like artists, you do buy their music, so I don't. It, it's 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 no reason to like make me jump through these extra hoops to say I support you because you know I do. Right. You buying these albums, <laughs> like no matter what you put them on, like damn. One thing that artists, they're creatives, so they always want the most perfect scenario. Like if you like my music, buy it, and you should buy everybody's music that you like. Well, it's like well, unfortunately in America there's an uneven distribution of wealth, so I can't spend my money on albums, dog. But at the same time, you want your album to pop, right? So if it's gonna pop, I gotta stream it. Like you know what I mean? If you want the praise, exactly, if you want the yeah. glory of having good music, I'm gonna have to stream it because that's the only one to be able to check it out. Or out of respect for you, I cannot listen to it at all. You know what I mean? Like have your pick. You choose. Do yeah. you not want me to listen to it at all? Do you at least want me to check it out and give you some type of money? Now my beef becomes yeah. with who is deciding how we pay out on streams. That's what we need to be attacking. You know what I mean? Not necessarily the company, yeah. but just how it works, because people are just playing the system, plain and simple. Yeah, the RIA or whatever the actual, you know, isn't it the RIA? The RIAA. Yeah, they. I think it's them. I know they determine the um. They determine the amount or, like the the yeah the distribution for like a. Um, would be considered a like a hit. Platinum or gold. Yeah, I know they determine that. But I mean, I I agree, man. I, I think it it's it's, it's just kind of whack. I mean, like you said, at least I'm giving you some type of money because, like you said, as I got older, and I'm like, I learned about you know when we would uh, you know the LimeWire days and stuff. Like, yeah, back in those days when CD sales actually did matter, artists really weren't getting paid, you know, like off of that. Like they were losing money because artists at that time really are were getting paid based off of how many CDs were getting bought. Right, but, you know, like you said, now because of streams, things have changed. So artists do get paid off of that. So like you said, would you rather me not give you any money, or would you rather take the money you get from the streams? Like, right, I agree. Because I mean, I'm still supporting you. You're still going to be able to, still going to be able to tour because that's really where the money is anyway now. Right, and at least you have so. fans in, at the show that know your lyrics and can rock with you, which is why you should be making yeah. money anyway. No one becomes an artist because it's a money grab, bro. If you want to grab the money, be an engineer or producer. That's where the money is at, not the artist. Yeah. Artistry you do for just that. Artistry. So gotta remember why uh, you started doing it. Define the glory to be the greatest. <laughs> and I don't get me wrong, you you probably do got some guys who, who do just rap for money. I mean, but you're right. As far as the, I mean, the logical, fame can come money, you know, that's for sure. You know what I mean? The the logical thing is, Corey is right though, like the logical thing, like you have people who really aren't 
in the music all like that oh, as far as a creative yeah. standpoint but they learn how to be musical engineers or they learn how to be producers and they make a lot of money from it <laughs> mm -hmm. so where it's at man so weird to me like i'm not making no money well you didn't do this to make money in the first place i thought i thought you had a message and i want to make the music for the people but give me my money like eh. i get it it's a double-edged sword again the good and the bad the beautiful well, I mean, I can understand one would be paid for your work, though. I of mean, course. That makes sense. You make a product, and you make it, you feel like you put your heart, soul, in it, you know that shit dope. Yeah, you deserve money. <laughs> yep. I mean, Corey's Cor 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 really saying the truth, though. Like, on a, on a larger scale, it's like people who play sports. We know everybody's not going to the professional league. Same thing when it comes to music. A lot of people make music. A lot of people aren't going to ever make it to that echelon where you're getting paid you know, a hundred a show, a hundred racks a show. Let me be specific here. Like a lot of people don't make it to those levels. And then you have some people who grind in the game for years before they finally make it to that level, like two chains. You know what I mean? Like we all said, we've known two chains for a minute, but now he's finally at that, that top number where he's getting, you know, some bread now, like that real, real bread. Like, mm -hmm. you, know, I like yeah, you can't, I, you can definitely be an artist and make, make money off your work though i mean that's definitely yeah for power. sure you got people who grind indie probably make a half a million a year and they cool with that you know and they live their life like that that's that's you know there's a lot of those guys out there mm -hmm. and, you yeah. know they're still that's not like world famous that's what i'm saying that's still yeah, making yeah, yeah, music yeah, though, you know what I'm yeah they're still making music and they still making quality music you know i still mess with it you know i'm, I'm all for entrepreneurs and, and your hustle for sure but i mean yeah. i i just kind of think in, in a way it's, it's 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 causing a lot of gray area in music, you know, because you have a lot of guys who really aren't that talented, but because because the way streams are counted, they get made famous and they get made bigger than what they really are. Because if yeah. record sales came to actually define this, these dudes would be nobodies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yo, speaking of time, wait a minute. I'm sorry, I got to deviate. There was a game that Dashy played in beta at one point in time, and it had real actors in it. And these dudes were in some facility, and they have been being tested on, and they're, like, trying to escape. And as they're trying to escape, they're figuring out, like, their powers, like, what this dude or whoever experimenting like, did to them. And they fucking, uh, the dude can stop time. And like rewind has any does anybody know what the name of this game is, bro? I've been looking for it, but I can't remember. Life is strange. It was <laughs> like that. It seemed like that. The main actor in it was actually like a, a popular like the main character. He he looks like the actor who plays him. And I can't think of his name. Um, but um it was dope, man. Just like these guys end up having like this ability to to stop time and manipulate time in a way that like he'll stop the time. And then, like, you can move certain things, certain Damn. objects. Uh, is it on Xbox One? Are you talking about, uh, they had Iceman? As, uh, I forgot what the actor's real name is. Shit. And it's got, like, an actual live-action movie uh, show with it that you watch in, like, tandem with it. It might be, man. It? I can't think of Quantum what it is. Break. Is it Quantum Break? Yes, 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 yes. I think it was Quantum Break. Shit was dope. Okay. It, I I heard mixed reviews because I, f I heard that you do a lot more watching than you do actually playing, and the actual Aww. gameplay is pretty cut and dry. It's pretty generic. Ah, man. I think it's it was the, the, I don't know. And, uh, man, you deserve that, man. Feelings. <laughs>
I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you the real life <laughs> review. <laughs> it might still be something there for you, though. It is one of the only games that has, like, an actual, like, TV show tie-in that's, like, in there, and you watch it in between the actual gameplay segments. It, it, it was nice. ambitious with what um, it was trying to do. I just, I don't know if it hit for some reason. Like, hmm. it just didn't quite get the money. I don't know if it's quantum. I'll have to look it up, man. If it's quantum break, I'll let you guys know. But it was it was a dope, dope concept. But the one I seen, the battling actually looked tight. So maybe it's not the one. But um, if I think of it, I'll bring it up as a topic because I like um, it, that style of gameplay. I I got one that I've been playing like under the table. Like it's it's really cool and I think it's really unique and different than a lot of games. It's the Banner Saga. And it's like, it's almost like the gameplay play like a choose your own story adventure and the Oregon Trail where like you make these decisions and based on these decisions, like certain people in your clan can die or, you know, you can lose oxen, supplies. And basically you're on this pilgrimage to go from like one point to the other, I guess, put it, you know, easily enough. But, you know, like I said, it's all this like Oregon Trail like elements into it. But besides that, there's also like a turn-based battle system. Mm. Where it's like, uh, I'm gonna like let him ride, bro. He just bounced on us. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Nah, you I was focused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very unique, though. If you, like, I don't know if you ever played like some of the cell phone games. Um, where it's like, I forgot what it was called. Uh, damn, I cannot escape this dude right now. Um, not we got him. We got him. We got him. Let's ride. Oh, grenade. Uh, it's, it's a lot of cool games out there, like, you know, um, as far as, like, make your own story. But this one just got, like, a really cool art style with it where, like, everybody looks like Vikings and stuff. And it's a lot to like. If you ever get the chance, you know, just look at it. It's dope if you like a good strategy game, you know, with, like, some elements. Damn. Hey. And that's how you win. Damn. Um, that was dope. That was dope. Well, the game sounds dope, man. It was Quantum Break, damn it. <laughs> I told you, you heard that man's heart. Oh, that's he heard it in Corey's so voice. Do you remember I what? I mean, it might still be. Nigga got me out here looking straight bitch made, man. I'm going to be all right, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they didn't say it was terrible. They just said it didn't quite hit the mark, man. It didn't quite hit. Damn. Hey, man, he a real guy for that. He could have just been like, hey, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, man. It's great. Like, hey, two it. thumbs up. Like GameStop. You'd be lying. Hell no. Oh, man, I played it. It was a good game. Like, nigga, stop fucking lying. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I can't think of his name right now, but there's a guy out here who I think he's 22 Savage. I Quote me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong. At least from the knowledge I've gathered, he was really like a like a social media like jokester, like meme guy. But he ended up making a song that he knew it sucked. He said that it sucked, but because people constantly streamed it over and over, it's like now he's became famous and people are you know looking to request music from this guy. Like this guy's not a rapper. Yeah, I, hey, heard about I ain't gonna that. lie though. I think uh, Twenty Two Savage sound better than Twenty One Man. Like, want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he might sound better, but I mean, even though you know you might no. not be a fan of Twenty One Savage, we, but you know Twenty One Savage actually is. A... To talk about this guy, Twenty Two Savage. He <laughs> took Twenty One Savage's name and rap style and like his whole persona essentially, and yeah, he was like a jokester or whatever. 
and made, like I said, a, a whack song like he would have, and it became super popular. And now yeah, he, he got, got paid off that shit. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That well, I don't know crazy. if he got paid though. Super crazy. And I mean, if he's smart, he'll probably make music while he can right now and be a quick, you know, you know, egg in the frying pan. Even if he lasts two years, even if he lasts two years and he does what he does right, he's going to make a couple million and be good. Like I said, I'm not mad at the hustle. I am not mad at the hustle. That is some crazy game shit though right there. I ain't yeah. never heard of nothing like that. That like but we got you, you rapper clothes and shit coming out who like who get bigger than the rapper. How does that even happen? Like uh, you you definitely right, man. This this the streams have they've benefited the game, but they've also hurt the game in a large way because now you really don't have gatekeepers anymore. Right, right. Yeah, right. ain't no gatekeepers, yo. Like not not I know some people aren't a fan of the gatekeeper word, but you know you don't really have people now that can actually be the people to first check and be like, okay, is this actually quality? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody they got draked out, but it feel like it's kind of a void. <laughs> I mean, who what is what people? Live? I guess I don't know. Who I guess Kendrick is on pop these days, but I don't mm-hmm. know what is like. What, what's the mainstream these days? I don't know as far as rap goes. Um, I mean, do you really like, listen to like a lot of hip hop per se? Or, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I do. I haven't listened to the radio in a minute though. Like, really yeah, I mean, you still you st- the same top guys are the same top guys as far as rap goes. It's J Cole, Kendrick, Drake. You know what I mean? That's, I guess I mean like on on like a the normal oh, like, like the radio shit yeah, yeah the radio shit um yeah. i mean who is it Corey? i mean you got migos right yeah migos. right now it's the, with go, the younger crowd future uh little boat yeah. you know future I mean? going always yeah future going always be up there yeah. i feel like that's not a high bar though okay he make good music but it's like he, he makes make- music for what it's for <laughs> Thank you, thank you. That's the best way yeah. to put it. He has his lane and he he's he stays in it. He's good at it. I, I, I am not hating. Don't take that as a diss. <laughs> I'll throw shade though. All of it sound like scratch records. Like you know how you get no, an idea. No, you know how you get an idea <laughs> and you be in the booth and you like, all right, this is what artists do. They go in the booth and they lay it down. They go and then the uh and then the uh uh and I want to do something <laughs> like that. I'm laying that down so tomorrow I can know what I got to do with the cadence. And then that nigga did it one time and it was like, you know what? Let's just leave that shit like that. Like. That's what it sounds like to me. I, My thing with Future is, dog, is he kind of did, did. I feel like he's hot. Like, let me be running with something like a hater. Like, the nigga makes hits. You know, really, you like his music or not, you gotta be real. The nigga got hits. But um, I think the way he makes music is similar to like how Gucci did and some of those other Atlanta guys. Like, they make so much fucking music at a time that, like, and they just put it out. And sometimes it's like, if you just would focus on just making the quality stuff, because he does have some really good quality stuff, like your work would be a little bit better. You know what I mean? It's, it's like they put out. It's like it's kind of like quantity over uh, you know quality in a way. You, you get what I'm saying in a way? Like like um, like the two albums um, Future released like this year. You had um, what was it? You had uh, you had Hendrix, and then you had um, Future. The album future mm-hmm. i think if you would have combined all the good songs from both of those albums since you know like or he probably would have had something that people could arguably say oh this is a classic but because you released two albums literally within like weeks of each other it was like you had a like good songs on one you had a lot of good songs on both albums and then you had a lot of those like you said it sounds like scratch sounds like meh like 
I feel like uh, Future was like one of the originators of the mumble rap, but when he did it, it wasn't mumbling. He actually was saying shit, but niggas yeah. just kind of took his style and just like made it their own, but it just like, it deteriorated in a way. Like, it's not authentic. It's and when you see to... like these newer guys freestyle, is 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 disgusting, man, because they, they not original enough. Like, I feel like they just, they just make songs just, just, more hype than than it is like yeah. really even about them about a subject about anything really right it's making hype shit which is cool hype shit is great emotional like, music is in right now yeah, and i don't even mean like just shit just mean something like we got some niggas who make some shit like joiner lucas who will touch on all types of topics or like a Kendrick Lamar who ain't scared to touch on anything or talk about his own upbringing or the person that he is and still be a badass. That's why I really like the damn album because he didn't compromise his character. None in that CD, but you you get totally got a feel of where he came from and like the shit that he believed in. Like that shit was just dope. Like yeah. you, don't, you don't get that yeah. from an artist nowadays. Really, 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 really good album. I mean, I, I, I am a music snob, so I admit I definitely am a music snob at times, but I think, you know, like, everybody can't make the same type of music, you know? Like, you have music for what it is, and that's just what it is, you know? Like, I'm just one of those dudes. Like, when I turn on Future, I'm not expecting to hear no deep shit. You know, it's well, something I'm going to listen to either. It's, it's something I'm going to listen to either when I'm about to work out. I kind of would expect Future up. by now to have one deep song, though. One. That's not him, though. That's not that's not him, though. <laughs> no, nah, but you can mistake him to do a deep song. <laughs> And I mean, technically, actually, I take that back. He does have a deep song, but it he just depends on what you define. Does. He it, it depends on what you define as a deep song. Like he has a, a song said like uh, the feds was watching. Basically, like it just tells a whole story of like his trap house getting you know busted when he basically made the decision to stop selling drugs and really you know take on rap. And like he has some boys that end up doing like twenty five to life. Like it's it's a deep song. Like I said, if you're thinking of a deep song from like a Kendrick or Ab or Lupe perspective, you know, like nah, you're not gonna get that type of you know, that knowledge on you. You're not gonna get that type of deep. So like I said, it just nah, kinda nah. depends what you're looking for. That's like, not his fan base though. I get yeah, yeah. You know, that's not his fan base. No, but, uh, I just can't do it. Like, man. You know, just kind of a display of power though. I feel like you gotta have a display of power every now and then to do some shit that niggas wouldn't expect out of you. And like really like up your game and show them that you expand and that you are like still still growing as an artist and i, I feel like some yeah. of these niggas is just getting away with putting out the same shit. yeah i do agree though i think i think all artists at some point should have a a deep song to the point of you're open you know what i mean like you're yeah. letting your fans know like who you are what you've been through like whatever that is per se so that'll be different you know from a trap guy to a Conscious guy, even to gotta be mushy. Make, I want at least make it relatable yeah. though, mm -hmm. so we can yeah. feel in your shoes. All right, <laughs> like okay, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with that man. I um, I just I, I'm a little bit of a music snob too. And to backtrack on, we were talking about like the Twenty One Savage thing. Like I'm very opinionated when it comes to to things and very also very knowledgeable so like we were talking about earlier just to backtrack real quick talking about 22 savage and how he got on and blah 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 i don't consider that to be real music you know he took an opportunity um 
pretty much uh, and then that wasn't his original intention and then he's like oh wait maybe i got some with this music stuff nah dude stay away from the music zone for me it's like get out of there also i really feel like 21 savage has grounds to sue him if he really wanted to so you really have to be careful with that when you take someone's personality um like that and you take someone's whole vibe like you can get sued for that secondly okay there are people who you know go into music uh, by mistake, like the 22 Savage thing, but end up making something out of it, i.e. Lil Dicky. Uh, started off as a joke, totally, but dudes got bars. Um, bars, yeah. bars, bars. So um, I think there is an opportunity for these, for these young guys. This is another and, one. Who? This is another one with TDE. Mm-hmm. Their female act, R&B, she's another one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but when it goes back to future, man... Man, I think he burst some bullshit. Burst some bullshit, man. <laughs> I just, bullshit. I just I can't know, get down he... with it. I can't. I study too much music theory uh, to know that what he's doing is bullshit. There is no form. There's no rhyme. There's no reason. Does that mean it's necessarily wrong? No. But to me, it's just some bullshit. I mean, music reinventing music means you take something, you take a formula, and you reinvent it. You know, that's how you become innovative. He didn't really reinvent anything. In, in fact, he took an aspect of music away, intelligibility uh, and singing ability. So he brought music back two steps and then put out music and became a hit, which lets me know that the crowd that, and this is no offense to anybody who rocks with him, but the crowd that rocks with him might not be the music intelligent crowd. That just might be the let's have fun crowd. I don't really like thinking this works for me crowd, which is that's cool too, but that's not my cup of tea. His his. We could agree his target is nine times out of ten. It's either people who are in a turn up mode all the time. Most of like you said, when you to turn up music, you're not trying to listen to no conscious shit in the club as you're turning up. Like nobody is. Nope. Um, no. Or or it's trap shit. And as we know, like trap music is what trap music is. Like. Mhm. Mhm. It is. So I mean, you're you're right. Uh, but not to say that there aren't lyrical trap guys. We do have lyrical trap guys out there. For sure. Plus I mean, like I said, I think it was some originalness to this shit, and I think a lot of people check jocking this out or a lot. I like and and this goes back to the to the Browns thing too, man. We need people like Future, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Without people like Future, we wouldn't have the you know the the, the dope guys who like man. He not even saying 18 syllables in one sentence or one breath. I can do it right now, you know. I yeah. find myself like, you know what? His power level is over. It ain't even up nine thousand. Like, I can do better than that. You know? So I guess it's kind of good for that aspect. Hopefully, it'll bring back a competitive nature to this shit. But which I, I guess I love some way. I don't think that's responsible for it, but the competitive I mean, nature I is think, coming back around. I mean, which is good. I, I think he his his thing is he he he's um he he has good melodies. And I think like we spoke on the same thing. I think you said before with Little Uzi. You were saying like he wasn't necessarily someone listen you would listen to, but you like he has really good fucking melodies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, you know I, like I, you said to that crowd of people when you have a dope beat and you got a dope melody, niggas is gonna rock to it. You know what I mean? It's just what it is. That's where I saw a documentary where he said uh, he came up with songs based on like nursery rhymes where you take something like A, B, C, D, E and he put like something simple like that into like songs like like I heard on a song recently or something and it had like a, a twinkle twinkle little star type cadence 
And I was like, you know, how many songs actually really do that? And I, it's surprisingly a lot. Mm. All right. And I feel like that's how a lot of these people are getting famous, too. They'll take a cadence of a song that's already famous and like they'll make like a newer song off of it. And, uh, and like it's a new song with uh, the Carlos Santana beat in it. Oh, sure yeah, yeah. Put that beat in there. Yeah, yeah. Still, You're talking about like, that, that uh, song with Rihanna and um, and um, what's his fucking name? Rihanna and um, Bryson Tiller. Mm, you mm. barely even know the second dude because <laughs> he's no. not really. But he got that Carlos Santana on there, so it's like, oh, yeah, it's hey. a DJ song. I'm not a fan of it, but it is big right now. Like the one the, with Rihanna on the hook, it's a huge song right now. I, I feel like it wouldn't be that really big if it didn't have that Carlos on it. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah, saying. people getting be getting uh, like points off other people's art. I feel like a lot. And I mean, I, I guess it's it's cool to do it a bit, cause that's how you get like really cool samples and shit. But I don't know. I don't balance, know. man. It's a balance. But it's you're a right. Balance. Sometimes, it's a like you said, people will take certain melodies, put a good beat on it, and run with it. They do it. They do it with Justin Bieber all the time. Like a lot of the stuff he be singing is not really too original. Oh, cheating, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's it's taking a, something. It's a melody that's right. already out there, and the fact that he yeah. can sing. You know what I mean? He could sing. Not gonna take nothing from him. He can sing his ass off. You throw a dope ass beat on it, and there it is. Yep, yep. Dope you know ass I mean? beat can make or break a record. The industry has perfected on how to make hits, even though it's a changing year by year. I was telling me and Kayla were having this conversation again. I was like, the industry can make a pop star within a blink of an eye. They shit out pop stars. Yeah. Like they have that formula down pat. Think about all the pop stars throughout the years. The ones that actually had talent, very small population of them. And think of all the other ones that just was like, yeah, pretty face, put on a slutty outfit. I'm going to change your vocals, and I'm going to give you How a dope-ass producer. You know what I mean? And I'm going <laughs> to give you someone that can write amazing songs, and we're going to make you a pop star. Right. You ain't even got to make your own, write your own music nowadays. So. Hey. I mean, most singers don't. I mean, honestly... At least if I did R&B and stuff with the dudes that are out there, I mean, I wouldn't really have to. I would probably may have a good relationship with the weekends and stuff of the world. Like, there's, you know, the dream, the weekends are for real. Like, they they write excellent music. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, for sure. If that wasn't my strength, like, I would definitely work with those type of guys. You know, they, they take the art more serious. You know, they're about making art. There's something to be said about um, songwriters. You have to be. I know a lot of people like to shit on like, oh, you didn't write that. But writing a song is a thing of the past. Um, Not only that, there's opened a whole new avenue for the people who are talented in writing songs, but they can't sing. I mean, there might be a piece of creativity trapped in one's brain and they can't get it out, you know. So what do they do? They go and give it to such and such X, Y, Z. And then they go and they make it into a hit. So there's that as well, which is really cool. Very true. You know the dreams of the world, and 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 just artistry and that man, you just ain't no room for the for the copying man, and because it's not authentic, and I feel like that's 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 where rap starts, alright, being like the meaning the shit that come out your mouth and it actually sounding viable, like. So how do y'all feel about like the per se like Kanye's of the world then, whereas we know. Like the Kanye's and the Dr. Dre's don't really write music so, so. They're just, you know, like they're I, I, like. Do you say? Do you view them as artists? 
where it's like, okay, you're an artist, so I don't really trip. You're not really a rapper, or is it like you're like, all right, you don't write your shit. Mm-hmm. They already. The only reason I give them the rapper pass is because they already proved themselves years ago. Now to uphold that title, you know, maybe it's gonna they gonna kind of lose the title anyway due to time, because yeah. somebody else gonna be on top eventually. So I mean, after that, it's just okay, you know, whatever you come out with, we gonna still have that one classic by you, you know. So you know, you did your thing. So I wouldn't be that harsh on it, but you can't you can't be like the top guy now saying you the top guy now and then be like nah i don't write my own stuff no that's somebody else that's somebody else's fire i don't know who yeah. <laughs> who wrote that it's that yeah, I mean, back. y'all did y'all see that slim jesus guy oh Where god he had like this 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 dope ass trap song it was hard as fuck excuse my language but then you see who was rapping it and it's like uh his credibility is is it's debatable. Like, nah, man. You gotta, you, it's gotta be real. It's gotta be authentic. And when people feel like you ain't authentic, like, and especially in rap, you, you can't be the best. Yeah. <laughs> so, I remember sure. people who say, I'm a rapper, I'm an MC, like, yeah, you gotta write your shit. But like I said, people I view as more artists, like, they just make music, like the Kanye's. Shit, I don't even view Drake as a rapper. He's an artist to me. But like them type of dudes, you know, like they make art. See, he already like, established himself to me like years ago. That's why I'm like, okay, Drake is dope, but I don't really know about his new stuff. Yeah, nah, you know. But he, there's people he, that make good music. It's a good point. I man. never like discredit. Or and also why I never discredit Wayne. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. He could put out as many garbage tracks he wants to right now, because he put out so much fire for me growing up personally. You know, just listening to a lot of Little Wayne in high school and shit. Like that nigga, I never uh, try to dog his credibility of being just like one of the greatest. <laughs> Maybe not now. No but man. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely the man. Like he, 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 he was the best rapper of his gen. Yeah, he Easily. set the bar for a generation. He's not a debate. <laughs> yeah, he's the best rapper of his generation for sure. No yeah. For sure, there was no one touching Wayne, man, and and Wayne was the. He set the standard for the salute. Like now, there's a lot of artists you get a feature from, and that's your salute. That's your that's your key to go. But Wayne had that key for a very long time, man. Nobody got the salute unless you had a Wayne feature. You know, I tell people that all the time. I say Kanye West is the best artist of their generation, but he ain't the best rapper. Like not even close. Like you know, what I mean, he was the best artist. You know, he sold more. He made he made better music than Wayne. But far as just rapper, like nigga, no. That nigga, the best rapper of their generation, period. Yeah. He was killing stuff up, man. He doing all them down the drought mixtapes. He was just taking random beats. And that was back when you you had some some niggas that was spitting, too, during that time period. Yeah. This is like... Well, Santana. Shout out to Dipset, man. That was my shit, too, man. Hell yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't even say that Kanye was the best producer of his era. I would give that to Pharrell, for sure, but... I mean, no, I said, I said artist. I, said I know, artist. I know. I think, I think he's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, about to say, oh. well, not artist, but per, per, uh, producer in my head. And I was like, nah, I don't even think I'd give him producer. There were some guys nah, yeah, out there real, really definitely. doing their thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I think Kanye's a good producer. Don't get me wrong, but like, I think he's a dope producer, but I personally don't put him in the same uh, category as the Pharrell's, the Timberlands, the Just Blazes. Like, you know, I, I don't. That's just me. 
Wait, you don't put Pharrell in there with uh, no. the Just Blazers? No, I said I don't put Kanye West oh, in the same no, category as the Pharrells and Just Blazers and shit. Which is kind of ear, Swiss Beats. Yeah. I don't put them with them. I don't know why that is. Cardo. <laughs> But he is a good producer. I would probably put him in the same level as like 40 in them. And that's not a diss. Like 40 is a good <laughs> fucking producer. But you know, I just feel like if I had like a legendary status and like a great status, like Kanye and 40 and it would be in like the great status and for real and it would be like legendary, you know, that yeah. hardcore mode. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm with. I'm with that. I'm with that. It's tough though, man. I see you for real. For real. <laughs> but Pharrell's my favorite producer of all time. Favorite uh, of all time. Yeah, he up there. Um, I quit out. By the way, that shit was quit. stupid. Yeah. You like that nigga nice. Or my guy, cool nerd. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm with it, man. That's my producer. Boy. Hey. <laughs> I just um I had a conversation with a good friend who came over. Not a good friend. I just I met him through my job, but he's a real good guitarist. And um I was trying to explain to him how being a producer works. I think he was I don't know. He came over, he's like, Man, we should collab on some stuff and he came over and you know, we got to talking come to find out he actually wanted to release the stuff and I'm like, Man, I don't really feel like either of us is, you know, and this was no shade against him, is, is talented enough to where we can really uh, make an impact, like, to where, you know, we put this out and the world is fucking with it. I was like, I don't have that much faith in my in my abilities as an artist. I was like, but I have the I have the faith that if we package this together and, and sell it to somebody, they could blow with it. And I was trying to explain to him that whole concept. You know, I, I definitely think highly of my abilities, but there there comes a point to where there is oversaturation. And I know that I'm not going to be able to compete with the joiner Lucas's or the logics, you know, even the bottom tier guys. I can't mm. really compete with that right now. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I don't think you I think there's a lot more space out there than you think. People are gravitating a lot more towards personalities. I feel like than just the content of the bars, you don't got to be a joiner to have a joiner fan base like that's for sure like you know uh he's not even that big now that i think about it. like we know about him but you're not like mainstream you know mm -hmm. or i think sometimes it's better to not have like uh uh that that drake status and you might just stay like that underground <laughs> yeah, that, that might not be a bad thing i think yeah. people definitely are gravitating a lot more towards just like individuals and, and the stuff that they put out and that's why you see a lot of people fucking with J. Cole and cause they like him as a person, like or uh chance the rapper. Mm -hmm. You know, like he he just like a cool ass dude. Like you just uh, Yeah. I, I think I think there's a lot more room out there and, and I think rap needs to expand again and just I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. Because I've been hearing a lot of talk about older rappers, too. And what happens to rappers as they get old? So, I don't know. No, There's a couple OGs in the game, but... Rap's a young man's game, man. It, really it is, is, but... Truly um, is. I was watching, uh, what was it? Hip Hop DX or something. It was talking about... 
I think they was actually talking about twenty two savage because there was another person who like took the took the monkey or he was fifty two savage. And he, he, this dude was like fifty two years old. Oh god. But <laughs> he had like a rap and it was just pretty dope, right? But it it actually got viral and it was like, yo, if this dude can get viral at this age, what's to stop him from like doing something more? And and they had a nice discussion. It was like, no, no one wants that. No one wants his old ass name dropping tracks. Nah. Like, yeah, it's definitely a cutoff point. But I, I don't I don't think it's as narrow as people might think because people are still messing with a lot older people these days, man. Yeah. I think it's, it's, rap, it's getting I, I think it's just the rap genre because another genre is just yeah. not really an age expiration date. That's rap. True. Due to the topic and the lifestyle, that's why it's a young man's game. Because as you yeah. get older, you mature the concepts and stuff of the music that you're going to say, the main target market, it's not going to resonate with. See, we got to make middle age like look 40, sexy, man. Middle age, you know, like as they say, sexy. like uh, 444 by Jay Z is a great fucking album. It, it, you know, it's a good album, but it doesn't resonate with the it main don't look generation sexy, right though. now. No, you know, like, oh, see, not, man, I'm going to come out with a sexy ass middle age. Come on, album, man. Nigga. It ain't possible. <laughs> it's got to be, man. Stocks and bonds and business equity, that's not sexy, bro. It's uh, not. Got Talking about credit <laughs> and shit is not sexy, it's man. Not. God damn it. It's about to start this family, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no? Build yeah. this empire. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like, yeah, you bought stocks, but they restricted, nigga. Like, come on, man. Like, I can't even feel, I made the investments. I can't even feel good about that. Like, you have a job and you're doing well and they make you feel bad about that. That grown man shit ain't sexy. That shit is meant to be motivational, man. but. Getting on your grown man is sexy. It's motivational. So it can be sexy, man. All right, not in the same, it ain't got the same dangerous, like, appeal as being a young, reckless motherfucker, though. I give you that. It don't. It don't got the same appeal. <laughs> no, not at all. Let's be young and reckless, man. I dig it. Like, think of guys like Too Short. When they got older, they just stopped rapping. Like, like <laughs> think about what Too Short used to rap about. They get old. <laughs> like, and they're gonna keep talking about fucking bitches and partying and shit. Like, over weird ass beats. Uh, that is funny, though. Boom, 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 boom. Like, I'm talking about the area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, weird ass beats. <laughs> some weird beats. Talking about dicks. Yeah, dicks over weird ass beats. <laughs> and that's the end. Just, uh, yeah, shout out to Too Short. I'm just talking shit, man. but I know he, yeah. he got some classics. <laughs> but he right though. At I'm a certain not point, y'all ain't get twerked on to shake your monkey. I got yeah. Yeah. Y'all getting y'all turk on. Y'all just getting that little rub on. Go on and on. <laughs> hey, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that kind of surpasses um it, there comes a point where you get so much respect, even from the younger generation, that people just don't say nothing. They just rock your music regardless. That's a hard Ooh. thing to accomplish, man. Hard. Definitely. Yeah, that is hard. Snoop Double G. Yeah, yeah, Snoop can do anything he, he wants. Snoop Dogg status. Basically, yeah. he got the credibility. He didn't. He just did so much for the musical community. <laughs> good now. You good, man. Go I ahead. I got a show with Martha Stewart. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? How does that happen, bro? I think Snoop slipped Snoop. through the cracks when they wasn't looking. White America was trying to get rid of Snoop so bad, and that day they forgot were. about him, they and then they was like, loving. yeah. I think they ended up loving him. Just, I think they loved his personality because he was just so chill. You know what I mean? He's the older Wiz. It's like Wiz. Why people love Wiz? Wiz just right. be chilling, make music, and smoke weed. He don't be really trying to do no other nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wiz just ain't got that same charisma that Snoop got, man. Snoop is just like nah, a, I mean, Snoop is like game for fucking ever. Right. Yeah. That too. Yeah. He'll get there. You know, Wiz will, yeah, Wiz will get there, though. Wiz my boy, though, man. I, man, he, he, what he did for the smoker community. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Single-handedly, you know, single-handedly. single-handedly did that shit. He birthed. He was another one. Future, Wiz birthed the whole new generation. Who was all the niggas who birthed the generation? T Pain birthed the generation. Uh, Andre Three Thousand birthed the generation. Future, Future falls under a weird blanket though, due to the fact <laughs> that his. Um, his um, cousin or uncle is one of the main producers, uh, Rico, out of, out of Organized Noise with Sleepy Brown. So it's like, mm. Future has like... He comes from a like, good music background. Yeah, he comes from a good music background. That's the thing about Future. I, I meant to say when you were talking about him earlier, really, you know what really, I mean? Like, I can't think of his way. last name, but you know what I'm talking about, though, Corey. Rico from Organized Noise. You know, that nigga's a yeah. nasty producer, you know. He's responsible for Outkast. So it's like, Future got like a Dungeon Family background, you know... So that's that gives that nigga damn near, you know, reach out and touch Outkast, Rico, Sleepy Brown. Like, that's why I was, I think that's probably why his melodies are so good because of that influence. Like, yeah, so yeah. It's, it, it's weird, but I, I think he's a mixture of that and T Pain. That's the, what I always say, Future. I think he's a mixture of that Dungeon Family, Rico, you know, the 3K melodies and, and, and T Pain. So, would you say that? Then uh, T Pain, maybe Wayne, and maybe Wiz all birthed the generation. Uh, Agreed. Hip hoppers and three stacks. Yeah, three stacks. Young Thug, Young Thug, Young Thug would fall under the Little Wayne. Uh, yep. If you if you listen to his tech, if you listen to like even his Drake, technical skills of, of of rapping, you know, like how tech, like how he raps from mm-hmm. a technical perspective, mm-hmm. it's Wayne. Yep. Yep. He just has different melodies and sings and shit, but it's Wayne. Like you can tell, the Wayne influence is greatly, yeah, is greatly there. Drake started out as a punchline rapper too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like look, 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 look at. Uh, yeah, you're right. Drake started off. I mean, shit, we can list tons of the Wayne influences. Um, shit. Um, who else? What do we say? Uh, for Wiz, you got the little Uzi and them guys. That's all. That's all Wiz. Three stacks would be cutting. All the, yeah. the we had music like uh fucking kick. No, I won't say kick Cuddy, but um, no, like uh, what the hell is his name? Mac Miller. Yeah, well, yeah, like people like Mac Miller. Um, Currency. Currency. There yeah. you go. That's a good Currency. one. Currency. And Wiz, the funny thing is, Wiz is Currency's child, but that's a whole yep. other conversation. Like, yeah. Wiz, you really listen, listen. Wiz yeah, didn't come Wiz. out with Cushion Orange Juice until they came out with that mixtape, Power Fly, which yeah. was dope as fuck, too, and I don't think like, a lot of yeah. people Boy, know. Boys don't want to yeah. give Currency his 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 props, but he definitely influenced Wiz. I think he's better than Wiz, in my opinion. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, lyrically, he is. It's just Wiz took it and Wiz took it and made it bigger. 
you know, yeah. he, he took it and made it bigger. But real talk, Wiz make better melodies. I feel like, but currency got like he be spit spitting that fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Currency got bars, <laughs> and I think he spit slower. So I think I don't think a lot of people are like onto his sound as much as they are like as much as they as Wiz is, and that's why he blew up a little more. I think. Mm-hmm. Curse yeah, still be doing his thing now, but he just I don't yeah. know. He like Jada Kiss. He never get that line. Yeah, currency like, doesn't you know? want the currency doesn't <laughs> want to be like like that big though. Yeah, you can tell like, that's not him. He don't want that shit. That's currency make man. enough money to not have to have it. Yeah, exactly. He makes a lot of money. <laughs> currency is definitely like one of my top rappers, and it makes me sorry that a lot of people don't know about him. <laughs> it's one of those. You make a lot of money off tours, boy. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's also a cooler a cooler individual than um, some of the guys we were talking about earlier. Like when you put him up against Snoop and Wiz, as far as cool factor, he might be up there above some of them cats, yeah, man. Dude Wait, is, man, is a cool man. dude. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool ass folks. Oh, I man. think that's who currency is mostly influenced by. Like yeah, sound I wise. I wouldn't say technical rapping wise, because he's damn near not fucking near close to Method Man or Red Man, but oh, I was thinking of like Smoke Dizza. That's that's who it is. And uh I don't know if y'all know him. Mm. Yeah. Are there any rappers? I'm curious because I have one in mind that should have birth rappers but didn't. Like, for example, Tech Nine should have a bunch of little kids running around, man, but he don't for some reason. But I think it's because of, a lot of people how say Hobson sound like him a little bit. I give I give Eminem to Hobson. Or okay, Hobson yeah, you're right. You're right. I get um, it. I didn't right. really listen enough to Tech Nine to really say per se, but the one person that comes to my mind that I think has mixed a little bit of Tech Nine style with his is Logic. Hmm. Mm. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Like I can I see say, that. It's a mixture for Logic. Logic took a little bit of, you know, I think his technical rapping style from Tech Nine, you know, Cole and Kendrick. I think, you know, you can kind of find him when you met Jill all that together. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious. I wasn't sure if there's any rappers that you guys feel like didn't have like a ton of. A ton of offspring or a ton of influence. I feel like the more creative <laughs> artists like Andre Three Stacks, you know what I'm saying? And I'm surprised that um well, copy that, man. <laughs> yeah, like like um Kid Cuddy and all some of them guys are really hard to copy. Cuddy is one of those guys gonna be hard to copy, but um definitely maybe in the future as as time goes on, oh, it's still yeah, early. Dude. Yep. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, that is kinda dope. There's some niggas you really can't copy though. Like you can't copy Snoop Dogg style. Like niggas would know. They'd be like, Oh damn, you you, you rap that like Snoop Dogg right there. Right. Which begs <laughs> he, the question He owns that style. Right, which begs the question with these new niggas, you know, excuse my French, but uh or excuse my black rather, uh with these new niggas, how on earth can we give them the credit of being stars when their style is so easily copied? You have niggas on the internet, comedians, mm. going and mimicking them and sounding exactly like them. And we laugh about it. Like, oh, my Lord, yeah. he sounded exactly like this dude. Yet we say these these people are so innovative and so yada, yada. But you got, you, you know, Crank Lucas out here imitating people and making them look silly. You know what I'm saying? Crank so. I, I From the know. new generation, I don't think a lot of them are innovative, really. Personally, I think there's a couple 
there's a couple that are a little innovative and they might have their own melodies. Like I said, I think Uzi's one of them. I think he melody wise. Uh, I mean, even if you don't listen to their music, like just melody wise, like Migos would be another one. Like their melodies, it's, you know, that's their thing. You know, there's a couple of dudes, but you're right. It's like them guys are the hot ones. So it's like everyone's basically mimic them. Mm-hmm. So like you said, like I think it's like everyone's trying to mimic basically Migos and Uzi right now. At least that's how I feel. Like all the new guys, it's like that's all you hear is them trying to be like them because that's what's hot. Right. I can I can see that. It, it's, it's not like anyone. You know what I mean? Like no no one hasn't really came out with anything that's just like oh that shit is like you know like trying to think. Like when we first heard the weekend, he was like, "Man, this shit! Like I ain't never heard this before. Like I ain't never heard this before. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really get that feeling a lot anymore. At least I don't. Nah. Like, I mean, there's some other dudes out there that we, I mean, we ain't naming like the Anderson Packs. Like there's some other dudes out there that are part of the generation that are innovative. Like Anderson Packs is one of them. I mean, you still got Tyler and all them guys. I mean, actually, I wouldn't even really throw them in this generation, but." Mm. Tyler, you, you do got guys out there. His new album is pretty dope, by the way. It is. I like Tyler the Creator. I, should, I need to check that out, actually. Flower Boy. It's pretty dope, man. Listen to it today for the first time. Enjoy the, enjoy the hell out of it. Played it just front to back. Ooh, let it play. Front to back. Yeah, no, it's it's, yep. it's dope, man. I like when he's on his melodic shit. I, that, that weird stuff he does where he be talking about stuff that you don't really understand. You know, grab a ladder and smack a midget, and, and like you be like, "Oh, damn!" Yeah. Like I, whoa, come on, B. But this is not like that. This is like just some melodic. There's like stuff going on. I'd be like, "Damn!" Like yeah. I always told people that Tyler can make good music. He just, you know, be on his weird shit at times. It's dope, man. I gotta give it more of a chance. It's hard to listen to it at the gym because I'm be trying to get like super hyped to lift weights. But I was getting on that future boy. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get on that, man. Shit, we've been recording for 104 straight minutes of pure content. Like, we have not had any moments <laughs> of no content or no conversation, man. So, I, I don't know how right. I'm gonna cut this one up. I feel like we need to go ahead and wrap right. this shit up, though. Um, All right, that's cool. I'm about to let Kayla in. Nah, man. Um, let's Let's sign off, man. We haven't signed off in a minute. I mean, is there anything that anybody wants to say in signing off? Yo, um, I want to give a big shout out to to the fans, everybody that's you know still with the game from the games till this day. You know, shout out. You know, I really appreciate it. Me Garcia, aka Midnight, aka Girlfriend's Favorite Ninja. That dude. <laughs> okay, no, I appreciate it. No, I would keep putting stuff out, and I want to keep putting out content, and hopefully, I want to expand on this. And, you know, maybe come up with a couple of different ways to engage, you know, anybody that is listening. Mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. and hopefully keep y'all entertained. That's what it's all about. Not just me on here talking on my pedestal about shit that I like. But but to be entertaining at the same time. This shit should be fun. I Hopefully it's inspiring. Shout no thoughts. Oh. oh, yeah. Shout out to Exquisite. Always, yeah, man. Always shout out to Exquisite, shout out man. To X, man. X and Exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yes. You definitely know, shout out to Exquisite. You know, putting down for, for, the, for the game. You know, we we, we glad to, to get y'all confident and we, we glad that y'all helping us out by doing it. Let's do it. 
Yeah, man. If, if anybody has man. anything, any type of comments, any type of, you know, ideas that we can expand doing, you know, you can message us. Um, you, you can actually, you know, even hit me on my Facebook, uh, message me, or actually, uh, we, we probably come up with a Twitter page at some point. Yeah. Or join that, join that whole madness. Tell you all about our bomb threats and whatnot. So, <laughs> nah, nah. but you know, we'll work it out. For now, just put them in the comments. That's all good. We'll yeah, have, definitely. We'll have sorted. Oh, somebody got a puppy going. Um, yeah, man, definitely shout out to Exquisite. Want to uh, give special shout out to my homie uh, Eric. He has been listening for a couple weeks now, and he's been giving us great feedback, man. So shout out to Eric, man. I'm not going to give you full government just so people don't be bothering you. But thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. I also like to give a special shout out to my girlfriend, Jillian. She's also been holding the podcast down. So thank you, Garland, up at Exquisite. Salute to you, my homie. Um, Much appreciated for the opportunity to get out on these platforms and do our thing. Um, and thank you to everybody who's just listening and checking it out because we need you guys and we appreciate you guys. So thank you so much. If you guys want to leave your name, feel free to leave your name in the comments if you listen to this show. Go ahead, Garst. And that means a lot. You know, just, even if it was just Eric listening to this podcast, that, that just means a lot to me, man. Just, just You took the time out your busy-ass day to listen to what the hell I had to say, man. I appreciate it, man. We really appreciate that. Yeah, man, for, for sure. What about so, you, X? Love the so, so sweet. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say thanks for listening. Share the episode, see your friends, family members, coworkers, whoever. But you know, if you guys have any topics, I think y'all want us to talk about, please let us know. You know, we're always researching, trying to bring some better content, make the show better for y'all. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you are a gamer, if you're on PS4 and you want to be a guest on this show, let us know. Comment below. Let us know why you should be on the show. And we'll love to have you on, let you ride along with the Game from the Gamers podcast. Wait. Oh, yeah. One more thing. One more thing. Wait, Go wait, ahead. wait, wait. One more thing. One more thing. Send all, all the any- church on <laughs> Collab with us. Collab with us. Let's do this. <laughs> hey. Send all fan art to Garcia Mitchell 88 at gmail.com or any <laughs> <laughs> any type of uh, fan mail. Oh, yeah, also take pictures if you're over 18. Over, I mean, over 21. You know, yeah, just make it 21. Over 21. <laughs> you know, Come on, <laughs> man. Keep it clean, <laughs> man. <laughs> this dude. Yo, with Yo. this... Thank you guys for listening in. This has been Game from the Gamers Podcast, Episode 10. We out here. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Tix. Shout out Tix. Shout out Tix. Shout out Tix.